when you love doing something, um, it exudes um, that we're more than just track. Mm-hmm. It's about community. How do we make sure that our kids are being educated? How do we make sure our kids are staying healthy? How are we making sure that our kids are being safe? How do we be that um, that village? And now that you say that, we, uh, we'll be uh, rolling out a new program. It's called It Takes a Village. And we're going to try to find out how can we be the best village on, in the South Side. Welcome to the South Side Show your local news and information source for Atlanta's South Side. Welcome to the South Side Show. I'm your host, Artie Jones III. Each week, we shine the spotlight on the South Side's rich culture and colorful history, which has a global effect on faith, economy, politics, and technology. Our guest today is founder of Favor House. She's a community champion. She's the 2016 College Park Citizen of the Year, She's in Who's Who in Black Atlanta, and she's also the founder of Favor Track Club. I'd like to introduce you to and welcome Sabrina Willis, founder of Favor House to the Southside Show. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, thank you. All right, well thank you for visiting with us here on the Southside Show where we talk about the latest and the greatest that the Southside has to offer. And we want to talk about you today and the things that you're involved with here on the Southside of Atlanta. First and foremost, tell us a little bit about your background. Where were you raised? And tell us about your family. Um, first of all, I am a Grady baby. Okay. Um, I was raised uh, off of uh, High Tower on the uh, Bankhead uh, side. And then uh, we eventually we moved over to Cascade Road, where I uh, ended up going to high school uh, at Westwood. Okay. And. From there, went on to college, uh, went to Fish University, and then ended up. Uh, Isn't that where Oprah went? Yes, Oprah went up to. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize that until recently that okay. you know um, that she was up there, but that's why I you know went to school and I came back and I went to Georgia State for a while. Okay, and you are an athlete coming up, right? I am. Yes, <laughs> all American athlete. Okay. Uh, Track runner. I started okay. running track when I was in the uh, eighth grade. Okay. Uh, was part of. Uh, uh, a championship uh, team. It was four of us, and we won the state championship uh, with four girls. Uh, okay. So, uh, ended up. I uh, did some summer track uh, growing up. I um, was very successful. I could not. I could do sprints and I could do long distance. So, just. I could kind of. I could picture you doing it. <laughs> I could picture you doing it. I was all around athlete for sure. All right. Okay. Well, you know, I met you almost nine years ago now. It doesn't seem like it's been that it long. Doesn't. When I moved here, my son was just one years old, and now he's 10, turning 11 wow. at the end of this year. But when I moved here, um, automatically I got my kids involved um, in sports. Um, and I know you because you served on the Business and Industrial Development uh, Authority yes. uh, for the city of College Park. And then I met you and your husband, and yes. I got all of my, my two girls and my son involved in track. So tell us about um, Favor Track Club. Okay. Um, it's the Georgia Favor Track Club. Uh, okay. That's how we started. Um, but uh, we started in 2004. Um, 
back then, uh, I'm the mother of eight, number one, and we used to go outside of the city of uh, College Park to get training and to participate in uh, track and field for our kids. And all of them were national champions uh, back then. So I was like, why can't we have, you know, great training and track clubs on the south side, really? And so that's how we uh, started the Georgia Favorite Track Club. And when we started, uh, Rex and I uh, used our own money. So, uh, we, we were the coach, we were the driver, we were everything. Uh, but we wanted to make an impact not only on our kids, but other kids in the community by bringing a quality uh, program to the South Side. And that's what we did. And as a result, we became uh, one of the best track teams in the country uh, in 2012. So it, it can be done, you know, giving kids the opportunities and resources they can achieve on the highest level. And that's not just only for track, but academically. And so that's kind of where the passion started and has continued to not only help my children, but probably hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of kids have uh, matriculated through the program and doing awesome, not yeah. only in College Park, but on the national and global level. So right. it's super exciting. Yeah, it's a great uh, what you guys do. I mean, you know, sports in general teaches discipline. Uh, it teaches them to work with others. Right. You know, um, it's not an, it can be an individual sport track, but at the same time, when you're part of a team and you're trying to win as a team, uh, everyone depends on each other. Um, so tell me, you know, about your most prized possessions, your kids and grandkids, um, <laughs> what, you've, uh, what you've been able to accomplish um, with them over the uh, years. Well, um, that's definitely been a journey that sometimes I don't like to think about it because, mm -hmm. um, like I said, we have birthed six children and I, I ended up, we ended up raising my nephew and uh, I have a stepdaughter, so we ended up having eight kids in the house. Oh. And our kids never had the opportunity or we chose not to send our kids to Fulton County Schools, which is not good. So anyway, we didn't have many resources, We, you know, but I always told my mom, I said that I wanted my kids to have the best education. And so that's what we did. We had to go outside of uh, College Park to educate my children. And we went down to Fed Christian School. And during that time, um, Rex and I, we used to to do work at the school in order for our kids to, uh, to go to a uh, fed Christian. And they went and they got just an awesome uh, opportunity to get a great education. But then as they got older, we started to have to do something different. And that's when we ended up going to other private schools. Life became better for us because you know, we uh, have our own company and we worked hard. But it wasn't easy, and uh, I think back now of just keeping my foot on the gas uh, because we were juggling, you know, a lot of children plus our business and plus trying to do community work. So right, uh, it's been a journey, but it's something that I would not go back and change at all. So I'm thankful for that. Uh, but it was a journey. Okay. Well, I know that over the years. Um, I've always heard of, when I first got here, I heard of Favor, didn't know what it was, and I heard of Favor House, and then, of course, when I got my kids involved with Favor, Georgia Favor Track Club, <laughs> then it kind of came full circle. Um, tell us a little bit about why Favor, what, what is Favor House? 
okay. aside from the from the track club. Well, Faber House has always been the vision, uh, but once we started the Georgia Faber Track Club, so much of our energy was, you know, just giving back to the kids and, you know, and trying to raise our own children. And so we always had the house and the, I always saw it as being that um, community headquarters where we were able to do so much more than track. And over the years, you know, uh, we were able to kind of get our kids raised, do the track program, but we have kind of evolved into more of a um, community resource center mm -hmm. and where we're not just doing track. Uh, right now we partner with the Atlanta Community Food Bank uh, during the pandemic. We probably gave away probably over 20 to 25,000 pounds of food helping the community. We have did literacy. Uh, we do outdoor uh, learning projects uh, with our garden. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's becoming all that I, you know, really, you know, wanted it to be. It still is a work in pro progress. Uh, we've uh, did a lot with youth service learning, uh, where we've had young people to come out and kind of help do things around uh, at the facility. But it's a it's a work of love uh, for me. Um, it's not, um, I guess, what pays my bills. <laughs> But it's what drives me to be the best person that I can be and, and what I've been taught uh, as a child to be able to give back. You know, it's not always about you. It's about what you can do to help others. And so that's kind of what Favorite House has evolved into. And um, it's doing some great things, not just on the local level, but we've done a lot of things on the uh, national level. Uh, we were recognized uh, with uh, Children and uh, Nature Network a couple of weeks ago, uh, where we were highlighted, and um, we got a chance to talk about you know some of the things we you know we've done here. Okay. Well, I know that you guys have uh, a tremendous amount of influence in the community for being per people to provide a lot of service in areas that you know the government you know can't really deliver those services. Um, I see that you have a tremendous amount of, of influence over your family members. It's not only you and your husband Rex out at the track, but I'll see several of your daughters, I'll see their husbands are there <laughs> and everything, and it's just kind of an extension of, of the energy that you are, you know, that, you, that you're portraying. And even aside from that, a lot of the parents that have kids in the program, it's kind of like they gravitate to you and they come become a part of that umbrella also providing services. What do you, I guess you're a person that leads by example. I don't, you know, a lot of people say, well, Sabrina, you're very quiet. I am a very quiet spirit, but I'm a worker bee. And a lot of people don't know that while they're asleep, I'm probably, you know, somewhere working, trying to make things happen. Because like I said, working with Favor House, um, and the Georgia Favorite Track Club, and we, you know, we also ended up partnering with the city of College Park, and we became College Park Favorite Track Club. And now we kind of rotated. Now we're like Team Favor, but it's it's a journey, you know. And when you love doing something, um, it exudes um, that we're more than just track. Mm -hmm. It's about community. How do we make sure that our kids are being educated? How do we make sure our kids are staying healthy? How are we making sure that our kids are being safe? How do we 
be that um, that village. And now that you say that, we uh, we'll be uh, rolling out a new program. It's called It Takes a Village, and we're going to try to find out how can we be the best village on, in the South Side uh, because everybody has a village. I had a village. You have a village, and so many kids have villages. Some people have small villages. Some people have large villages. But how can we be that resource that helps to take our youth to that next level and be a village? And because within our village, we have so many resources mm -hmm. that can help to not only change lives, but to transform lives for people, to kids to get out of College Park and Georgia and do great things. And once they get there, being able to achieve uh, on their highest level and be able to come back to the community and give back, you know, to a community that, you know, that served them as a youth. Right. For our Southside Show guests, could you give us an example of an experience that you had with a, I guess, a child that you've worked with and being able to influence their lives? I know there's so many of them. It's so many. But, you know, sometimes, uh, um, what I'm, I guess I'm trying to say, doing, being able to, to achieve that within your own family. And to me, uh, once we started, uh, when we started Georgia Favorite Track Club, it was to be able to find out all, all kids have a gift. And how do you nurture that gift? And through that, just nurturing my own family um, has been one of the best journeys that I, you know, that I could talk about. But as a result, my kids were able to do awesome things you know, by being able to get scholarships to go off to school. And not only helping them to, um, to reach their goals, um, but to help other kids to reach their goal. And you, you wanna, hmm? I guess you wanna, <laughs> well, I said, let me just talk about mine. Anyway, okay. I, That's fine. okay, can I do that first? Yes, yes. Okay, first, um, had kids, all of them received uh, full scholarships to go to school. And my youngest two, they usually were the ones that were kind of were tagging along. But in the end, they got some of the best opportunities. Uh, RJ uh, had an opportunity to go to the uh, United States uh, Naval Academy. Wow, and, and graduated in 2017. Alexis was able to go to the uh, Coast Guard Academy and she graduated in 2021. But uh, in doing that, um, when uh, Alexis graduated, one of the pivotal things was that she wanted her brother to come and to give her her commission. And mm -hmm. at the time, RJ had been deployed for almost nine months. And he literally had just gotten back like a week before graduation, flew into uh, New London, and uh, President Biden was the uh, commencement uh, speaker. And wow. so that was uh, That's incredible. for both of them to, for Alexis to get her commission and to receive her um, from her brother, from her brother was just amazing. And that was like during COVID. COVID and, had and just had started the there on and had a president with no mask on. So um, I think that was one of the most exciting things. You know what I mean? When you look back at when you have a vision of what does helping a child, what does that mean? But we did not only help our kids, but other kids have matriculated and had an opportunity to go to the Olympics. Um, some getting uh, full rides, some running now who uh, ran with us, you know, when they were, you know, real small. 
and now doing great things on the uh, in the Olympics. So, yeah, well, it's real incredible. I, I think that whenever parents get their kids involved in sports, of course, it would be a great benefit if they could get scholarships from it and be able to utilize it. But more than anything else, I guess children being able to get involved with something and stick with it over time and push themselves beyond what their limits are um, influences their lives so much more, you know, um, in my opinion, than kind of getting a scholarship. Um, some of the most successful people in the world have probably never stepped a day into, you know, secondary education after K through 12. Right. Um, and some of some people that you know have never gone to college have are probably some of the most brilliant in the world, but they they have strengths in other areas which help them to understand people and just life in general and working hard for whatever it is that you want to do. Um, you're to be commended, you and your husband both are to be commended for the great work that you've done in the community and and all that um, that you continue to do. Because um, I can see that you know your family members um, are going to continue to once you're, you know, <laughs> you step aside and retire, you're going to you can have others that are going to step into your shoes and be able to pick up the torch and continue to run um, with the, your uh, your pursuits. Um, if parents are interested in having their children to participate with um, I guess Team Favor, is it Team Favor it's now? T We are Team Favor, we are George Georgia Favor, Favor Track Club, we are College Park Favor, <laughs> anything that has favor okay. is, is um, yeah. you can, you know, they also can, you know, Google us. But uh, they can go to our website, which is georgiafavorhouse.com. Okay. And um, they can give give us a call uh, if needed. Uh, our number is uh, on, the, uh, on the website. Okay. And now, Sabrina, um, Let's talk about some of the other projects that you're involved with in the community also. I don't see how you have time to do it all. Um, but um, recently in downtown College Park on Main Street, there's a huge mural that says, Welcome to College Park. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes. How did uh, that thing start out? You know? <laughs> that started out, my mom and I were driving through East Point and we got a chance to see John Christian. He was completing a mural. And I said, we need to have a mural like that in College Park. And so I brought the opportunity uh, to the city manager, uh, Terrence Moore. And from there, we uh, brought it to the College Park um, Cultural Arts Department and to uh, Economic Development with the Main Street Initiative. And we were able to get a, um, a task force to, uh, to do the mural. And original, originally, uh, they had wanted, we were thinking about putting it on the auditorium. But Renee Coakley, she was like, I think it's another wall, you know, that might, you know, it may work. So um, I'm glad that we did end up putting it on the, uh, the, uh, the, wall. the inter, uh, what is it, the Enterprise uh, wall right there yes. off of Main Street. But it's a beautiful addition and it just captures, you know, the history and so many, uh, prideful things that we do have in the city of College Park, but 
Uh, that was amazing. I, I, I tell you, I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was, it was a, great because you know so many people in the community came out to actually get involved in doing yes, it. Yes, it was. Yes, very tremendous. And then that also was a community effort. Yeah, and uh, you don't find this very often, but you had a park named after you, Sabrina Willis Park, off of Camp Creek Parkway. Talk yes. about that. Ooh. <laughs> I have been an advocate for play in the community uh, mm -hmm. since 2010, uh, where uh, I worked to get College Park, uh, the first on the south side, to be a playful city uh, with Kaboom. And so over the years, I continued to have a, a relationship, and I wanted to bring play uh, uh, playgrounds to the city. And so we did the first one at Faber House. And mm -hmm. You were one of the uh, volunteers that mm -hmm. supported us in that effort to. That uh, was a hot day. <laughs> it was a hot day what. to do the mulch and to do all of that. But after that, and just um, kaboom, seeing how the city of College Park really, you know, worked to get things done because it is a tedious uh, process. Uh, they uh, called and inquired about doing another playground, and so. Um, that's when we did the one um, off of uh, Tracy Wyatt, and we did that one with the uh, AKAs, which was another hot day. hot day with a lot of mulch, and you know, and they contacted me again about doing a playground, and it was like we want to do another one in you know in College Park, and we did not have a site, uh, and I took my daughter Lexis, and we just started riding around, and I was like where could we do another playground? And we came to the site right there in front of 2900, which was a total vacant lot. Um, and I said, Alexis, I said, this is gonna be the next playground. But I did not know all of the logistics that would have to happen to make, to make it work. But right. I tell you, the City of College Park and everybody, they really worked to make it happen. So it was a total build out. But announced to me, I never knew and my wildest dream, you know, that uh, they would honor me with uh, naming that playground after, you know, after myself, the Sabrina Miller Willis Park on Camp Creek Parkway <laughs> um, was phenomenal. But a lot of hard work went into that process. And a lot of people, you know, really don't know behind the scenes. You know, I was driving, I was, my, my, I actually had broke my foot the day of the, uh, uh, the playground bill and I actually had a cask on and I got there and I'm like how in the world is this playground going to happen and next thing I know everybody with Target came in volunteers from the city yeah. other volunteers came in and made it happen but um, that was a great opportunity and that you know holds a big place in my heart yeah that's a tremendous uh, overcoming uh, well, feat that you've uh were able to overcome and being able to build three separate play playgrounds. Just think of the hundreds or well, thousands Thousand. of children's lives that you're, you're going to touch for many years to come. And the great thing about the, the playground that was named after you is that it was in an underserved community that did not have a playground no at playground all. And at it had all. a there's a lot of apartments in that particular it's area. probably over a thousand apartment uh, buildings uh, that sit right behind uh, that playground and right. now they have access to play right. in a safe environment so it's a beautiful thing and then talk us a little bit about your um, community service uh, learning program for your youth well I've 
been uh, with Favor House, we've been doing community service learning since 2014. We partnered with Hands on Atlanta. And what is that community service learning? What is that That's, exactly? Um, an opportunity to get youth connected to um, service hours, giving back to their community. Um, okay. Coming out of just thinking about self, how do you do and help others. Right. Um, but now we're kind of transitioning where um, we want kids to be the leaders of those opportunities, mm -hmm. where they see opportunities within their opportunities uh, or places or things that need to be done in their neighborhoods and they start being the uh, project leads and not so much, you know, the adults are there to support, but they're the ones who are actually doing the planning, the implementation, and uh, pulling the, uh, those volunteers together within their schools and communities and making an impact and making our community more beautiful. And that connectivity, I think, too. You know, a lot of times uh, with community uh, service, uh, we start connecting and we find out that, you know, people, no matter what their uh, race, their economic, or we're all, you know, we all care about our community and want to make, you know, make it happen. Okay. Well, great. Well, you talked to us earlier about your social media and how people can contact you. Is there anything that you would like to leave with our Southside Show guest before we, uh, we close? Um to reach out. Uh, we're always looking for volunteers, uh, opportunities for um, donations, possibly. donations. Um, we, we, and that's one thing that I think that I have not did a lot of is the ask. We do need donations. We do need things that help us to um, help us to build our uh, impact. Uh, we are impacting, but with support, volunteer, uh, we can make some larger um, uh, opportunities and projects go. And um, so if you want to donate, uh, please look us up, georgiafavorhouse.com. Give me a call um, and come out and support. Just get to know us, you know, set up a time to visit. I uh, love for people to come out and visit. Like I said, Favor House is a passion of love for me. And it's something that I um, enjoy. And I want it to be not just recognized uh, in our community, but something that grows uh, to do more things throughout the world. Okay. Well, thank you, Ms. Willis, uh, Sabrina Willis, for uh, coming and uh, talking to our Southside Show guest um, about the great things that's going on uh, with Favor House and Georgia Favor, Track Team, <laughs> Extraordinaire. <and> Everything. <laughs> And we look forward to hearing many more great things from you in the future. Well, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, and uh, I appreciate it. And, All right. uh, cool. Thank you. And this is a wrap, folks. My time is up. I'm Artie Jones, your host of the Southside Show, bringing you the latest and the greatest that the Southside has to offer. And if you don't remember anything else from this episode, please remember this. Don't, don't sleep, sleep on, on the, the Southside. South Thanks for tuning in.